Cheers! Welcome to Kinda Radical! Happy March! You know what that means. It means it's National Women's Month. And today, I have a guest who is close in proximity at the moment. And close in proximity at many moments because she is my roommate. <laughs> so this is Shay. Or Shaylin. Shay, Shaylin. It doesn't really matter. Okay. <laughs> This is Shay. We lived together in our apartment building, and that was the first time we met was, like, the day I moved in. Yeah. I had no idea who this person was. Mm, you had somewhat of an idea. <laughs> oh, like, because I did message you. <laughs> so there was, like, this thing that our apartment complex did where you could basically create a profile. I did that. To, no, I think about this often, actually. <laughs> You can create a profile and, like, find your perfect roommate. And I created a profile, never checked it again. Little <laughs> I know that Francis actually um, messaged me wanting to be my roommate, and here we are now. I did, and your but profile I never texted said, back. I like, I like to get ready. Right? No, I do like to get yeah, ready. I, I know, who doesn't? <laughs> but I was like, she seems fun. <laughs> and then I got placed with you. <laughs> It was perfect, and now we've been roommates for six, since August. Since August, yeah, yeah. Who's doing the math? Um, that first night I met you. Do you remember? I probably had a bottle in my hand. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. A third roommate of ours described Shay as always having a bottle in her hand, which I would like to add. This is my first episode with. Oh no, it's not. This is my second tipsy episode. Not that I'm currently tipsy. I've had one sip of I'm currently of Chardonnay. Know, a little on edge. But one of us may have been a little nervous and so requested a glass of wine. And which brings us to our next point. Shay, explain what you do. Um, so I work at a winery in a restaurant in Scottsdale. I'm basically just a server. Um, but a lot of people will ask about like wine pairings and I'll have to, like, describe, um, like, wines to them. Just, like, a full-bodied red wine would go really nicely with, like, a really juicy steak. Or, um, for instance, like, a wine like this would really go nicely with, like, a fish, like, a fish and chips or... What are you um, drinking? This is going to be the unoaked Chardonnay. This is aged in steel barrels, hence unoaked. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's going to be a little bit lighter than your typical um, Chardonnay. Chardonnays are typically, like, very buttery. Um, but this is going to be more crisp, apples, honey, toast, um, a lot less butter than regular Chardonnays. So I know nothing about wine. Mm -hmm. And those adjectives just don't make any sense to me. I agree. Like, I have never understood. The one that gets me is, like, this is a dry wine. Like, bitch, it's a liquid. Like, what? <laughs> like, I just, I've never understood that in my so, life. So, dry wines meaning that they're, like, very grippy, and they dry out your mouth. Um, so, I honestly, like, I don't think a Chardonnay is very dry, but, like, I'm not an expert myself. I mean, like, I've worked there for so long, but yeah. I'm only just now learning about the wines. Um, but, like... Like, Cabernet Sauvignons, those would be, like, very dry because the tannins are very high, and tannins tend to, like, grip to your mouth and create, like, um, just dryness. What's and tannin? Tannins are going to be, like, the grape skins. Oh, for okay. For ripe grapes, they have tannins. Okay. Um, so for, since the Chardonnay's is a white grape, um, they're very low in tannins. Um. Makes sense. But that's kind of, that's kind of what it is okay got it while we are both enjoying a glass of unoaked chardonnay thank <laughs> compliments to the chef over here um and then what else do you do i you're about to graduate are you not? yeah um i'm about to graduate from arizona state uh with a bachelor's wait oh <laughs> i did the wrong dancing <laughs> signal with a bachelor's degree in health sciences honestly I have no idea what I want to do afterwards but 
um, I'm kind of just looking forward, not backwards. And um, I was in the same exact position four years ago. So I just feel like I've made it this far. And right. um, it's kind of hard because a lot of people in my family have only made it this far or they've only made it as far as I was four years ago. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's kind of just like hard trying to figure out the next step because I don't think school, like master's, I don't think like a master's program is for me. Um, I was told my entire life that like, be a doctor and this is the route you should follow. Um, But it's kind of just hard trying to figure that out and trying to figure out like what I want to do for me. Um, But I'm excited and I'm ready to see where I end up four years from now. Mm-hmm. No, I'm in the same boat. Like, I'm about to graduate, too. We're both leaving Arizona. But beyond that, like, no job in place. <laughs> like, I have nothing. It's hard. And it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, what is... Can you explain the fun thing you can do? Um... Shay knows! Oh! <laughs> Wow, she really didn't pick that up. <laughs> it's hallelujah. That's all you taught me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm learning sign language. I'm only in my second year. Well, okay, so I actually started learning sign language in middle school mm-hmm. because there was one girl at our school and she was deaf and everyone wanted to be her friend, but I didn't really care. Oh, <laughs> I didn't, well, like, I just, like, I was, like, she has so many friends. It's, like, I barely have three. <laughs> like, why does she need more? Just, right. Just because she's, you know, deaf, like. <laughs> okay, fair point. <laughs> Move on from the middle school story, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Okay, so you learned in middle school because of this girl. Mm-hmm. So I just learned, like, ABCs and stuff like that, how to spell my name, um, how to cuss, you know. <laughs> Classic. Everyone knows it. Um, what's off the tooth? Um, I I honestly don't know what that one is. Oh, I thought that meant fuck you. No, this means fuck you. Oh, this is like fuck off then. Yeah, probably. I and know. I know bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this is bitch. This is brown. Um, this is brown. Oh, never mind. <laughs> this um, is black. this is not recorded. But if it was, you would be able to see us signing, <laughs> signing the bad words and colors that we know. And um, hallelujah. And hallelujah. Yeah. And so there you go. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, but Shay's really good at sign language. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying, I'm learning, I'm not doing very well in the class, so I have to go and meet my professor tomorrow and beg her to um, not drop me from the class. Oh. I know, well, it's just been hard, because like the past month I was sick. You were very sick. Very sick. Yeah. Um, and so like I had to skip school for like... Like, for the past, like, four weeks, I've skipped, like, at least one class. I think the last two weeks, I skipped both classes. Um, but I just told her, I was like, I think I should probably talk to you. And then, like, last week when I tried to talk to her, some girl ended up sitting after class and, like, wanted to talk about her grandma. And I was like, ugh. Gosh, everyone's she's grandma. Like, she's like, you remember me, my grandma? And I was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Peace out. I'm wasting my time. <laughs> Oh, what a touching grass story that was probably shared. Probably, I hope so. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. I hope it was worth her grade. For her. <laughs> uh, but that's just a cool little fun fact about Shay. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that I haven't told you about yet today. So. Ooh, how's work? Two things. Yeah. So Shay came into my room earlier. She said, how's work? And I said, please save it for the podcast. <laughs> um, two things. Work was bad. Because I started my period today, uh-huh. and I haven't had a period in six months, and it was like all the cramps of the last six months hit no. me, hit me out of nowhere. I was in so much pain all day. It was really bad. Were you, like, did you, like, go home early? No, I wanted to, and then I thought, mama didn't raise no bitch. So, I didn't My mother sure did. I would have complained. Um, I did ask to go home at four instead of five, and they said no. And then 
I was like, whatever, it's only one hour. So I was in a lot of pain, so that sucked. But there was an unexpected text message received today that I think you'll be excited to hear about. I got a text message that said, congratulations, we have received your application and you have been selected to walk in the Miami Bikini Model Runway Show. <laughs> I did not even know you submitted an application. So, I did not. <laughs> what? So, it was one of those, like, Instagram ads mm-hmm. that comes up between people's stories. And all you had to do was, like, link your Instagram to it. And I was just, like, on my phone and bored. And I thought, what the hell? And I guess they're desperate for people. So they accepted me and said that I can go to Miami and walk in their show. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I, But I clicked on it, and it says you have to, like, pay to be in the show. Not, like, cheap either. It's, like... For, like, the basic package, it's, like, $300. Oh, my god! So, you have to buy a plane ticket to Miami, pay $300 for them to allow you to walk in their show. I was like, no thanks. Absolutely no you thanks. You wish you could have this body right. on your runway, <laughs> but no. I'm gonna need, like, a full expenses paid trip. Right. Like, you pay me. This, I have the goods here. I'm the model. I'm, I'm the model. So, that was Speaking of trips, I am excited to plan a trip to Jamaica. <gasps> After graduation? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my gosh. With the boy from Texas. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, we've been on good terms lately, so we'll see. Is he gonna listen to this podcast? Probably <laughs> not. He only listens to like No Jumper and um, Joe Rogan. No, 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 okay. not Joe Rogan. Like any like black man podcast okay. he loves. Um, he likes watching Kai Sinat. Um, I don't know who that is. Really? No. He's hilarious, honestly, in my opinion. Maybe I'll watch. Um, that is so exciting, and I kind of support it. I very much do support it, and I'm like, can we please take pictures by the beach and post them everywhere so everyone knows. So everyone knows. But I just need him to unblock me from Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Right? Yeah. How unfortunate, but... Yeah. That would be good. That would be a good start. <laughs> um... Hang on, there was one more thing I wanted to say about the bikini model thing. Okay. It's, like, kind of loosely related, but I was thinking about it today, and this I told a bunch of my friends at work because, obviously, I was losing my mind that I was about to be a bikini model. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends was like, wait, aren't you, like, a feminist? Like, why would you do that? And I was just like, um... Because I want what? to? I was like, because I want to... <laughs> And so then I was, like, thinking, like, you know, there's always, like, the double... I feel like there's a constant double debate with, like, strippers. And I wanted to ask your opinion on strippers. Are they getting their bag and doing what they gotta do? Or are they, like, like playing into, like, objectifying themselves and, like, playing to, like, a male gaze? Like, what do you think? So... I recently went to the strip club for the first time a few weeks ago. Okay, I've never been to one. And it was the most liberating experience ever. I okay. had so much fun. The girls, honestly, because, like, I went with all my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And all my girlfriends are all lesbian. And, um, like, it's interesting because th- there was just a bunch of, like, guys there. Mm-hmm. And no girls came up to us, um... But like no like, strippers. No, yeah, yeah, none of the none of the strippers came up to us, and I was like, yeah. "Girl, we got money to spend. Like, <laughs> I brought ones. Like, what do you mean?" Um, but as like when it comes to like that, like, are they playing into like objectification? Um, that's like a tough question because 
I know, I personally know strippers and yeah. like I've had conversations with people who have done like that kind of like sex work before and like if it's again if, if it's not like against their own will and like if they're just like trying to like make money and support like their families and stuff like that and like if they're not I mean I don't know I don't know it's I just, just think it's an interesting because I like clearly see both sides of it and then it's like if you need money, like, or not even need, if you want money, like, that's a job, and, like, you're working your butt off, and you're probably strong as hell working Those that girls role. are so strong. Like, you know, like, you're you out go. here, like, <laughs> after the podcast, <laughs> like, you're out here working, you know, like, making your money good for you, just because you wear less clothes while you do it, like, so what? But then the other side of me is, like, come on, like, you know, are we really that? I think I see the first side of it more. I think if you are going to work, it like, you know, you've got to do your job. But I know some people are just, like, really against it. And they're, like, especially, like, because I follow a lot of, like, feminist stuff. They're, like, really against that type of work. They don't think girls should do it. It just, like, objectifies them and, like, keeps women's bodies as, like, an object. I see the argument. But I, I see it as well, outside. but it's also, it's, like... Like, I feel like you should just support women, like... Right, women support women. Women support women. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get, like, why, like, why are you hating? Like, you could, like, anyone can do it. Honestly, anyone can do it. If you say you can't, yeah. you're just, you're just mad at yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would do it. I know I could do it, but I don't know if I ever would. Morally, I don't think I could just because of, um, it's just, like, how I view myself, but I don't think that women who, like, strip for a living don't respect themselves. I just think that they're very, like, confident and, um, they're very secure, but, like, when I went to the strip club, you would be so surprised how many girls just, like, cower in the corner. And they just wait for guys to come up to them. And I'm like, that's why the guys are there, because they probably can't get any bitches outside of this place. <laughs> I think what you said is, like, true, though. Like, I think, and it's almost like, like, they have, you have to respect yourself so much and be so confident in yourself to be able to do something like that and, like, stay, like, true to, like, your morals. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Even though I'm, like, confident, I'm, like, not even confident at a level that they have to be. Right. So, like, I respect the hell out of them for that. So, like, I don't even think it's, like, for you to respect yourself. I think, because, like, obviously, I mean, shit, it's just, like, the only reason why I wouldn't be able to do it is because this is going to sound, like, really, like, I don't know. I just wouldn't want... I'm like, I feel like my body is like a temple in a sense. It's like, I feel like I should only be seen in one light. And if I'm going to share that with a group of men yeah, that are seeing me as a sex object, yeah, I wouldn't really appreciate that. Because right, which is like what a lot of people say... And they just, like, instead of internalizing it like you are and, like, saying, like, that's your opinion about your body, they, like, get mad at other women for doing it. Who gives a fuck? Right. Who that's just, like, people fuck? need to mind their own business. Right. Constant argument in the life today. I just feel like it's just, that's just, like, how every, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. No, I agree. I would not be able to do it for my own reasons, but I don't, I mean, I, I completely support every other woman that wants to do it. Mm-hmm. Would you ever go to a strip club? I think I would. I think you should. People have been asking me recently. <laughs> um, recently, this has come up so much because one of my boyfriend's friends just went to a strip club for the first time. And they're a good time. He, I want to go to a different one. He was so overwhelmed and said it was like definitely an experience unlike anything he's ever experienced before. I, I wonder if it's different for men, though, because, like, when oh, when sure. I walked in there, I was like, I can't leave. Like, all the guys were like, ooh, what are these girls doing here? I'm here to get some ass. Like, what do you think I'm here 
Chardonnay, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm being so dumb. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, like, I just, like, I don't know. And then there was just, like, a bunch of guys standing outside. And, like, they were all drunk. And I, and I was, like, just sober. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had, like, a couple drinks um, at the club with my friends. And it was just really fun. And, like, the, the workers were really nice to us. The bartenders, they got us drinks. And, like... It was just fun. I had fun. I just thought it was a fun experience as a woman to walk into a strip club. And then all the girls were, like, just, like... But you can't dance at the strip club. Like, as a patron, you cannot dance at the strip club. And that was just really annoying because, you know, I love to dance. Yeah, you love to dance. As someone who has gone out to a club with Shay, I can attest (laughs) she loves to dance. Love it. We love to dance. I was dancing quite a bit. That was a fun night. That was a... Fun night. I had a blast. I've only gone out with Shay once, unfortunately. I'm usually quite busy on the weekends. I go camping a lot. Um, But I loved it. I hope it happens again soon. It sure will. It was a blast. Uh, what was the other thing I said? Oh, I know. I have been, so I've not been to a strip club. I have been to the red light district in Amsterdam. And that's when all, you know... The props. Yeah. So they're all... The sex workers are, like, like dancing in the windows, and they're, like, wearing, like, very itty-bitty lingerie, and, like, guys just, like, walk in and, like, have sex and, <laughs> and then leave. That was an interesting experience um, because it's very public. Like, it is a public space. You don't walk into a strip club. Like, you walk down the street. So that was very different. Um, it was very respectful. Like, everyone that was there was, like, very respectful. And there are rules against it. Like, you're not allowed to take pictures mm-hmm. or, like, bang on the windows. Like, you'll get in a lot of trouble. So they're pretty highly respected. Um, but I've also done a lot of research on that. I wrote, like, a hefty paper on that last semester about, like, prostitution in the Netherlands. And, I don't know, definitely has its problems, but... They were respected from what I saw as a bystander. So another fun thing that Shay and I like to do is... Sing! (laughs) We like to sing, and we're really good, and we like to talk about all the good times we're going to go to karaoke, even though we've never gone. It's um, because you're always busy on the weekends, and then... I, know. I don't know, we have very busy schedules. Yeah, and homework also just, like... Fucks us over. Yes, yeah, so badly. So... Um, let's go after the podcast. I'd be down. I'm down. Okay. Perfect. Well, I guess we just solved that problem. Karaoke <laughs> places are open on a Monday night. <laughs> yeah, I feel like karaoke is on, like, not popular nights to go out. I assume so. So, like, during the weeknights, Mm -hmm. I feel like Monday through Wednesday, Sunday through Wednesday is, like, your most popular karaoke Well, I'm supposed to hang out with my coworker. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. So, but, he would have a blast. I'd be like, this is your big shot to make it big. (laughs) Said coworker, big feminist. Big feminist. So, we fully support women come first, is what he says. Women come first. We fully support that. This is a great idea. I just got so excited I started walking around. Um, that was splendid. I'm glad that that was in the, in the pod. Yeah, me too. We're now starting the main portion of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And update, Shay has brought the bottle of Chardonnay into the room. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on my banjo. Oh, should I? Should no, that's okay. It's okay. fine. Sitting on the banjo case. Um, today for the the main entree, we're gonna talk about the male gaze and the female gaze and beauty standards and expectations. And this kind of like goes hand in hand into the stripper conversation we were having about like what a man sees a body is and what a woman sees a body is and all things related to a body like fashion and makeup and how you do your hair and what that says about you and how you behave knowing who who is watching watching. exactly um but 
So the male gaze and the female gaze has kind of become a different thing than what it originally started as. Like, had you ever heard this term before? Yes, I, I took a feminism, like, a women's oh, studies queen. class. I know, yeah. But it was kind of like, it was mainly about, like, playboys and stuff like that. Like, that's okay, like a lot yeah. what we learned about. So this started, like, when that was, like, a, when playboys were, like, a big deal. So, like, 60s and 70s, this idea of, like, the male gaze started in film. And that was based on, like, women that were put into film were created through the male gaze. So, like, the male casting... <clears throat> Please excuse us. <laughs> that was outside. <laughs> for, for like, sexual appeal. Um, yes. So, like, the male casting directors and the male um, directors of these films would, like, dress these women and make them act and speak in a certain way that would, like, reflect, like, what a man wants to see on screen. I.e. Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> today like that has kind of changed I think with like social media like kind of taking over male and female gaze into like a little bit different it's like moved away from just film and more into just like life and like general sense of attractiveness between people is how I mostly see it as on like TikTok about like male gaze female gaze um the experiences that I have with this in my personal life are like small but I want to start by saying, like, I mostly recognize the male gaze versus the female gaze in ways that I dress. And when I wear a certain outfit that I think is, like, so cute and super, like, unique and edgy, like, giving, like, major Rocky and CC vibes from Shake It Up. Of course. Um, <laughs> my brother's favorite. Um... <laughs> A lot of girls will compliment my outfit versus not a lot of guys. And, like, the two examples that stick out to this, I have these wide-leg brown corduroy pants. And I remember when I picked them out, my brother, like, hated them. He was like, why would you get those? Like, there's so much fabric. Like, because they're wide-leg pants. Like, they're Mm -hmm. just, like, really big. And then I wore them to school, and every single girl on my soccer team was like, oh my god, I love your pants so much, those are so cute, like, so fun, so unique. And then, similarly, there's this, like, purple overall dress that I have, and I was so excited to get it, my moms were like, oh my god, that's so cute, and no one that was not a girl said anything about it, but all my girlfriends were like, that is the cutest dress ever, like, you look so adorable. I don't know, that's what I think male gaze or female gaze is that I've most experienced with is the way I dress. Do you have anything to add? I, I, well, growing up for me, I had no sense of fashion. I had no sense of, like, I just, like, I was very invisible. Um, and people didn't look at me, people didn't talk to me. Um, but now that I'm able to express myself and be how I want to be to a public eye, I notice that I do everything for me. And I know that's mm-hmm. very like, cliche. A lot of people say that. Yeah. But I genuinely mean that. Like, that's why a lot of like my personal, like my social medias, um, my just like what I share with people, it's very personal. Like, I don't share a lot about my own experiences and like what I go through personally with everyone. I may talk a lot about shit that doesn't matter, but um, like when it comes to like how I feel like as an individual, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that way. I don't think like I need to satisfy anyone but myself. Like I would prefer to feel good, feel comfortable, feel pretty, Mm -hmm. and could care less if other people think of what I'm wearing. And I noticed that, like, a lot of girls, especially in, like, Arizona, I don't know, I mean, as honestly, okay, scratch that, because this is really the only place I've ever lived. A lot of girls dress the same. Everyone wears... The cargo pants, the tight shirts, the 
the baggy gray sweatpants and like colorful sports bra I see a lot yeah it's just everyone looks very similar which I understand but it's like I I don't look at someone and judge them based off of like what they're wearing or um, things like that. I just like I don't know. It's just like really it's it's difficult, like mm-hmm. trying to. I'm getting lost in my thoughts right now. That's okay. I'm. I'll try to pull you back out. Okay. Um. I think I'm going to go back to your Instagram comment, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes I see girls, their posts are, like, pictures, like, random, like, blurry pictures of food, or, like, pictures of them with their friends, and pictures of, like, the tree, like, trees and the sunset and, like, no one in it, and I think that is, like, an abstract way of thinking of the female gaze. Just, like, what you admire and adore in yes. life. Yes. like, things that make you happy. And, like, on a deeper level than just pictures of your body in a bikini. Which, again, no shade to girls who post pictures of their body in a bikini, but I think it is pretty obvious to understand that they are appealing more to a male gaze than to a more female audience on their Instagram feed. So I was walking um, through the pool area the other day and I was just picking up a package and I see, and I, and you know, I was just chilling, whatever. I see this girl and she's taking multiple pictures, taking a picture, deleting it, taking a picture, deleting it. Yeah. Oh, this picture is not cute enough, delete it. That's what you look like, no? Right. <laughs> Like, I don't know, it's just like, whenever I see instances like that, it's like, I know, at that point, if you're taking, I mean, I don't know, it's like, also, I can't judge based off of, it's like, maybe, because I do the same thing, it's like, like, I just, like, don't think I, like, my face looks, like, too long, or wide, or yeah you know like no it's that. hard to like get out of the mindset especially because i think the male gaze that we're talking about has kind of formed beauty standards mm-hmm. and so you're like oh the male gaze is like what to be like pretty like <laughs> so it's just like hard to like ignore that but also like the male gaze created what pretty is and like pretty changes all the time like Mm -hmm. pretty 20 years ago was to be like real thin pretty now is to have like curves and a bbl so like pretty changes all the time based on the male gaze and if you are like i mean i buy into beauty standards too like i get it but buying into those is unlike seeing through the male gaze and like following it I agree, and I think that social media is, like, a platform for women to, or, like, anyone, because when I was hanging out with one of my male friends last night, he was kind of saying, like, social media is different for men and women because, like, men are very judged based off of, like, the things that they post, and... Like, they're either seen as very feminine for posting these things, which is just, like... Yeah. It's, like... Which, yeah, which, again, is another part of the male gaze that I want to talk about. And this is the part that I explained to you last night, that if you ask... Like, there's, like, a famous thing. If you ask a straight guy who's the most attractive man... Nine times out of ten, they say Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. (laughs) Right, because Ryan Reynolds, through the male gaze, is, like, perfect. And I also saw this video explaining it, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, through the male gaze, is perfect, because he's jacked. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really hot. Have you seen Arnold Schwarzenegger? That dude is a freaking mountain. He's not attractive at all. (laughs) Like, that is so unrealistic. But that's because, like, female gaze, and not saying, like females didn't like Arnold Schwarzenegger but like Mm -hmm. 
the female gaze is looking for things so differently than the male gaze is. And, like, yes, Ryan Reynolds is a handsome person, but he's not some, like, you know, he's not who I would say the most attractive celebrity is. So, I think that's very objective to the person. Like, I was thinking about this last night, and, of course, I was thinking about this, like, when you told me that, you're, like, Ryan Reynolds versus, like, R. Schwarzenegger. It's just, like, it's very, it's, it's very objective. It's, like, some, like, some men have types where they prefer very thin, tall, blonde, blue-eyed, or, Mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck they look like, and, like, some, it's very objective, you know? Like, I have, I have my type, you know? I'm sure you have a type. I'm sure everyone has a type out there. But it's just, like, that's what, it's, like, very confusing because it's, like, there is someone out there for everybody in a sense of, like, looks. It's, like, you're not, I don't know, it's just, like, it's very objectified in a sense of, um, like, male gaze versus female gaze. Like, you were saying, like, how Arnold Schwarzenegger is very jacked. Yeah. Some women really like that look. Yes, yeah. And, um, some women don't. And I don't really like that look. Personally, I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, too much for me. But But the point following that that I want to share quickly is that I think a lot of men like that look mm-hmm. on Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's like their goal. They're like, I want to be that jacked, and I want to look yeah. like Ryan Reynolds. He is so attractive. Like, girls will like me if I look like Ryan Reynolds. I will like me if I look like Ryan Reynolds. And if they're fit in the gym, and that's not necessarily what a girl thinks. Like, maybe they're like, I'd like you if you were a nice human, you know, like, or I'd like you if you had goals, or I'd like you if you were determined and persevered. Smart. Right. And And so, like, I think that the female gaze kind of looks deeper deeper than that, than just the physical stuff, which I think, to be honest, confuses a lot of men, because they think, like, gaze sounds like it would be just what you can see. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, when I look at someone, like, when I look at my boyfriend, I see so many layers past what I'm looking at. So, I've just handed Shay my phone of one of my coworkers' Instagrams because she has the cutest Instagram ever. And this is what I was referencing earlier. I was talking about her Instagram. Um, it's very it's so pure. Yes. It's so Raw. cute. Um... But I was saying, I don't think that if a guy was looking through this girl's Instagram, he probably wouldn't just, like, stop and be like, oh my god, she's such a baddie. And yet, here we are scrolling through every picture, like, in love with it, because this Instagram is literally, like, the definition of a female gaze. But if we go back to, like, that girl that Shay mentioned earlier, sitting by the pool, taking all those pictures of herself, like... I'm sure that person's Instagram would much more align to, like, what the male gaze is looking for. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I mean by, like, the separation and no shade to either Instagram account. Obviously, Instagram is, like, you know, social media is fake. Like, we all know that. I'm just using this as an example. This just seems, like, very real, though. This seems, like, very, like, this is what I do on a day-to-day basis. And this and is that's what makes how, me happy. Yeah, this that's how I, like, kind of portray my life. It's just, like... For me, my own Instagram is for, like, my friends and family. Like, I don't post, like, fucking pictures of my body. I don't post... I post pictures of, like, me and, like, what I did this weekend. And, like, places I traveled to and, like, things like that. And, like, I just think that's so much more interesting than, like... Yeah, it's me and my friend sitting outside a building taking a picture. Yeah. Or yeah, it's it's me standing in the middle of the desert taking a picture holding a, a fucking peace sign. I don't know. It's yeah, this is just like so authentic and like so female gaze coded and like just so adorable. 
Um, that made me, that really made me happy. Like, yeah. looking at her no, Instagram, I, like, that actually made me happy. Yes. Like, I want to meet her. so cute. Okay, I'll introduce you. Please. <laughs> um, I'm a being... crazy pretty roommate. <laughs> right, all my coworkers know Shay as my crazy pretty roommate because that's what I say. Anyway, I told them all today. I was like, going home tonight to do my episode with my roommate, and they're like, which one? Which like, one? The crazy pretty one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, anyway. That being said, I want to talk more about the female gaze and, like, what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, great example of the female gaze, Timothy Chalamet. My brother's name is Timothy. Oh, not that Timothy. <laughs> Timothy Shout Chalamet. Out to Timothy. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet because all, like, guys are like, ew, he's so gross. Like, he's literally a child. Can I be honest? A lot of girls don't like him. Do you I know? agree. I okay. Don't, I don't think he's, he's very not, like, he's not my favorite in terms of attractiveness, but I do see how he's cute. Ba- mostly in the movie Little Women because I'm just obsessed with his character in that movie. Anyway. Um, I think that's a great idea because, like, or a great example, just because so many, gr- or Harry Styles, um, because they're, like, really feminine and, like, a lot of girls, like, love them, like, obsess over these two men and they're like, this is my dream man, like, I'll do anything, like, please marry me, and so many guys, like, don't see that through the male gaze, like, they don't want to do that, but girls see past, like, just the physicalities, not that the physicalities are unattractive, because both of those men, like, are attractive, but they see, like, past that, like, they're able to, like, um, what's, like, accept, oh, another glass, they're able to (laughs) accept their, like, understanding of masculinity and femininity, and, like, move past, like, bullshit stereotypes and stuff, and I think that that's, like, very attractive to a woman. Like, if a guy paints his nails, do you think that's attractive? I, I have no preference. Like, if a guy were to paint, like, if a guy were to paint his nails, don't care. If a guy has ear piercings, don't care. Like, Um, that's just, I think is attractive is pearl necklace. Don't care. Oh my god, sweet. Well, (laughs) wait until you see it, because then you will care. No, like, I've seen it before. My boyfriend used to wear a pearl necklace when he played baseball. Pearl necklace plus baseball uniform. I don't know. It's shout out to my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm trying to partic- picture um, Tom Cruise in a pearl necklace, and it's just Tom Cruise is not my boyfriend, but Tom Cruise is her boyfriend because <laughs> she's dating, dating Tom Cruise, Cruise. The sixty year old man. <laughs> um, since I met my boyfriend on a cruise, I don't know if I've shared that on the podcast. Um, uh, Francis met her boyfriend on a cruise, and yeah. ever since I've called him Tom Cruise, I can't remember his name every time I see him, but anytime she mentions, oh, Ryan, I'm like, oh, her boyfriend, but then I just automatically think Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Tom Cruise, basically the point is Tom Cruise equals hot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but back like, on track. Yeah, a bit. no, Sorry. back on track, please. Um, but like, I just like that goes back to like the whole preferences thing. Like, I don't mind like if a man like you're saying that if a man paints his nail like mm-hmm. Harry Styles, Timothy Chalamet, that is a very feminist man. Yeah, and I think that would apply or appeal. I meant to a female gaze more so than a male gaze, like undoubtedly so. Mm-hmm. But for for me personally, it's like I prefer it's not that I think that these men like obviously I think that like Timothy Chalamet and like Harry Styles are like <sighs> <laughs> Sorry for the breath. <laughs> right. But like wow. Like they are very handsome men. But like it just goes so much deeper than that for me. Yeah. And I feel like that portrays more towards the female gaze. Like, for the female gaze, like, it, like, portrays very much, um, deeper than just physicality. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was for me. That's okay. <laughs> I just wrote something down so I remember to say it later. Okay. Um... Yeah, I agree. I think that the female gaze, on a day-to-day basis, I wouldn't say that this affects me, 
I talk about, like, some serious things on my podcast, and this is, like, not one of those things that, like, I think about continuously, but I would not be surprised if this is something that a lot of people do think about continuously, and they, like, subconsciously, though, they're not, like, oh, the male gaze, like, I have to impress the male gaze today, but they get ready, and they're, like, I hope I look good for this boy today, and I hope that this boy notices me today, instead of, like, I hope my coworker really likes the colorful makeup I did today. Because a boy wouldn't notice that. But can it be, can it be, like, for me, like, I get ready and I, um, I'll do things, like, even on my days off, like, I did my hair today. Mm -hmm. I put on. It looks great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) But, like, I did that for me because, like, I really like doing my hair. Yes. I really like putting on makeup I really like putting together a nice outfit obviously I probably wouldn't put on like a whole dress and heels and stuff just to lounge around the house Mm -hmm. but like it's it's for it's honestly it's all for me and yeah okay I did not yes I fully understand that and I should have said that better and I also should have said it with less gender division because I don't like how I actually said that um, of course, like, you should always dress for yourself, like, I, like, even, like, getting ready in my disgusting work outfit every morning, I'm like, how can I make this, like, a little bit cuter, like, I love your brain, just, your brains <laughs> you do every day, I love that. it's just because putting my hair in a ponytail, I have to wear a hat at work every day, and wearing a hat for nine hours, like, with my hair in a ponytail gives me such an awful headache, so, like, having loose braids, like, is, like, the closest I can get to keeping my hair down. Mm-hmm. Which is why I do it. But yeah, I do like cute little little braids every day. Kind of become my thing at work. It if I really say has. so myself. It really has. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like try and to do anything. So like, they'll all know you. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy roommate. The crazy pretty roommate. Sorry, maybe they know you more as the crazy one. <laughs> you are still gorgeous, of course. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gorgeous. But yeah, no, I agree. Like I. I like doing things for myself. I like to feel good about myself. The final point I like to make, unfortunately, when I try to do things for myself, it's often confused for appealing to the male gaze. I agree. So, an example of this, when I like to go out with my friends, I'll dress wearing maybe a little less coverage than I would at church, perhaps. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And, you know, like, like, I wore that because I feel hot and I feel pretty and that should, is misinterpreted as I'm dressing for someone else. And I think we might have even fallen victim to this talking about Instagrams now that I'm like thinking about this conversation because I don't want it, of course you can post like pictures of yourself in a bikini on a beach and that is for you and like you're not you're like trying to avoid the male gaze but like whatever like I didn't mean to say that you were playing straight into that it's for yourself Mm -hmm. but I think that there's just like a really fine line and what and how that is interpreted it's very and it sucks because it's like the world only sees it one way you can only be so much into, like, social media, into um, what people portray as good and bad and, like, things like that. And that's just, that's the reality of the world. But I feel like as long as you stay true to yourself, as long as you stay true to, like, your beliefs and your morals and things like that, it doesn't matter. I, I am so focused on what I'm about. I could really give a fuck. I yeah. could give a fuck about if girls are posting for other men's attention. Exactly. I give a fuck if strippers are stripping for money or if they're stripping because they don't give a fuck about themselves. I don't care. Really could care less. I just know that I am on my own path and yeah, I know this might be like people have their own beliefs and things like that, but like God has a plan for me. God has his own yeah, rules. So that's all. I agree. 
Um, I think this has been a really good conversation. Not that there has been a lot of hard conclusions drawn. But that's what life is. But yeah, it's just like, it's just a debate that I think is like, People all have their own opinions, they all have their own beliefs and things like that. And it's just like, let's agree to disagree or let's agree to move on. Mm -hmm. And I also think like, I mean, there's a reason I brought up the stripper thing in this episode. Like, are strippers like playing into the male gaze or are they doing it for themselves? Like, we can debate that, like, round and round all day long. It's just, like, something that you can, like, have in the back of your mind. I don't really give a fuck. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is just that, like, going back to the film industry, like, where this all started with the male gaze being created as, like, a theory in movies in the 60s and 70s, like, we still see this in movies probably more so than anywhere else. We see this in, like, movies and media. And actually more so than anywhere else in video games. Um, girls. Oh my gosh. Animes, things yeah, like that. Like, yeah. Are like extremely male gaze oriented. And I don't really think there's an argument around that. Like you're just making a character. It's not for their own power. It's just like restrictive and unintelligent for like a female superhero to be wearing, like, nothing, but, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, the boys in, like, full body armor because he's going into battle, battle. and the female has, like, spandex on, like, Fine. you're not, yeah, that's, there's no argument for that for themselves, mm-hmm. that's just simply just for male gaze. Um, that is something that, like, I, I simply Do you think that that attracts more it. viewers? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, if you put, like, and ugly girl. If you, <laughs> not even ugly. If you put a clothed girl or a loose, a baggy clothed girl, it's just not gonna it's, attract as much as like a Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> Fair. Um. Yeah. That's that. I don't think there's an argument for that in film and in TV shows and media. And, well, in large media, not in, like, individual media. Mm-hmm. But if you're posting those things without a benefit to the female, you're just simply playing into objecti- objectification. Right. And we don't like that in the month of March. It's fucking Women's Month. So, me and Shay are going to go do karaoke. Have a great fucking month and happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Bye. Because we got to hold on to what we Make it or not, we got each other, and that's a lot for love.